Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. This is the Civilized Barking Podcast with Zach Jackson. And this will be uh, our Civilized Barking end of week uh, podcast live chat. We've been doing it Friday at noon. Um, was caught up today with uh, the tackle situation and something I'm working on for a couple weeks from now that I think you guys are going to like. So uh, we're out of Bria. The work week ended around 1230, 1245 today for the Browns. They'll have their normal walkthrough tomorrow. Uh, then they'll fly to Baltimore, which is a relatively easy trip. Um, I think there's still some deciding on Greg Newsom, but I obviously they want him to play. They need him to play. Uh, they did decide that Dewan Jones won't play. So that's, uh, other than the fact that the Ravens are red freaking hot, that's the big thing is the tackle situation. So um, they're not going to show us a lot. Kevin wasn't going to say it. Um, you can do the math. James Hudson is obviously next up. And then you're either playing Jaron Christian, who's been with the team for 10 days, or you're moving Joel out. So in what I think is a short-term situation, um, you're probably going to play Jaron Christian at left tackle. He's played in almost 50 games. Um, he started some games for the Texans a couple of years ago at left tackle. Brown signed into the practice squad last week. And now with Wills out, minimum four games, and DeWand out at least for this week, he's got to play. So. Behind him, you got Alex Leatherwood on the practice squad, a former first-round pick who's played. And obviously, it's not ideal. And obviously, even though this week um, you're just fine winning 14, 13, 17, 16, whatever it would take, <clears throat> you know, you're still going through the process of trying to get your offense revved up. So credit to Kevin Stefanski and the tight ends and to James Hudson and Nick Harris for doing you know, what they have to do and going heavy on the offense and mixing it up. I think there were certainly encouraging signs from the passing game last week, the way he let it rip. <clears throat> um, Deshaun Watson has thrown the deep ball better than he's thrown the short passes, especially last week. But uh, this is a whale of a challenge on Sunday for the Browns. So, you know, I've been very clear that next week is the one they have to win. If you don't win this one, you're not winning the division. Um, we'll see. But. You know, without David Bell and Marquise Goodwin, it's a shame they haven't been able to get Goodwin going, hit any of those deep ones. They were really the closest they've been last week. Um, you know, how do you attack the Ravens? You know, you got to turn them over. Um, you got to be fine saying, you know, we'll win that low scoring game. Did I mention you got to mix it up, get, get different guys involved? And then if Amari Cooper has to have eight catches again on 12 targets, then he's got to do that again. You feed your best players. And so they're going to need Cooper and Njoku, obviously Watson, you know, Jerome Ford to make plays if they're going to move the ball on these guys. You hope that Clowney and company don't absolutely feast on your, your bad tackle situation or your shuffled line or whatever it is, but you see where it is. So um, that's that. Um, okay. We see we got the notifications. Zach, how screwed is the O-line? We've been over that. You know, Walter asks Whipler or Harris playing left guard. I, I don't think either. So 
they'll be active, but I believe the move and what they believe and hope is a one week situation is to put Christian at left tackle, give him help and keep everybody else where they are. So, you know, Joel was a college tackle. Joel made a switch the one year they had a left tackle crisis uh, briefly, but um, that's bringing in a bunch of other guys. So I, I don't think, but, but we will see. Hudson has played both, but all seven of his starts have been on the right side. So there's something to be said for keeping him there where he's most comfortable. Um, now you're looking at a situation next week where James Hudson has to play against TJ Watt. And we know we remember that game, uh, Baker's last game with the Browns. James has come a long way since then. Is he ready? Is this line ready? We'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, yeah. So, yeah, the Ravens are good. Um, and, you know, question, what would success be despite a loss? Well, the easy answer to that is offensive growth. Now, the Browns are and are supposed to be way out of the phase of moral victories and, and all of that. I get it. But, like, let's just be honest, right, guys? The one you have to win is next week. The Ravens are a better organization than the Browns. The Ravens right now might be the best team in the league. So that doesn't mean you lay down. That doesn't mean you can't win. And your defense is certainly good enough to go turn them over and see where that goes. But uh, this is about revving up the offense. This is about the defense measuring itself against the team that shredded it the last time. And I, there was other factors in that. Of course there is. But it was the first time the Browns, um, somebody punched back on the bully, right? Lamar was just escaping, making plays. So to me, the big thing is Lamar is going to do that. If you can poke at the ball once or twice, obviously that's ideal. And if you can keep them to eight-yard completions when he escapes the rush and hits Mark Andrews, um, if you can keep them to eight-yard completions and not give up a bunch of 40-yarders, you know, if you can tackle Zay Flowers and Bateman on the short stuff um, and, and not let them slip out, then, then you give yourself a chance. So you know, I, I think the Browns can win a buttoned-up, you know, 20 at most winning score kind of game. Um, if it gets over that, if Lamar gets hot, they're not going to win. So um, it's a big game, and there's no running from it, and there shouldn't be running from a high bar. And this is where you measure yourself, right? Uh, but it's not the one they have to have. That's next week. So um, it's not maker. I, I see the term maker break. It's not maker break. And, and truly, here in mid November, um, none is. They have nine games left, right? Um, they're in a crowd, as you guys probably know. If it was over today, and it's not, every AFC North team would make the playoffs. That's never happened. Is that really going to happen? I don't know. The Chargers are creeping. Um, uh, the Bills are not in the playoffs as of today. Um, the Jets are right there on their record, even though they stink. Um, the Colts got a chance to make a run at it. So we'll see. It, it, it's too early for scenarios in that you handle your business. If you can't win this one, you're probably not going to win the division because that would be a sweep by the Ravens and they would just keep on um, with their red hot track. But realistically, the Browns can get to 10 wins with really good defense and a little bit of offense. And then, you know, where that offense is, how you get there, what kind of shape you're in, we don't know. Um, can the offense get a little bit better based on the few opportunities that it's had? Sure. Um, there's still some games on this schedule you can really win, and there's plenty of time to rev up. Do I think that's going to happen? I don't know. Uh, I, can, I know that nobody wants to play this defense in a one-game setting, a one-and-done type setting. I just... The defense is that scary. So uh, real interested to see how it goes here. 
Um, Jack S with the O-line injuries and a backup lineman, which the fancy consider signing an actual fullback. You know, that's interesting. And of the moves they made this week, they deleted a tight end from the, um, from the practice squad, a guy, Devin Asiasi, who had been around a month or so and who's played in the league before. So that, that tells me that the answer to that is no. Um, you know, they have Leroy Watson, a tackle they signed 10 or so days ago from the practice squad of the Niners. He's never played an NFL game. He's been in two or three camps. Um, they have Alex Leatherwood, the first round tackle from three years ago. Those are the next two options. Um, Nick Harris has done really well at fullback. You know, I don't think Nick Harris is a guard guys. Like he's, you know, he could play it. Sure. Um, but you're hoping to get Michael Dunn back in a week or two. Uh, as your backup guard and see there. It, it's always a test of attrition and the Browns have invested since these guys got here in 2020. They've immediately invested a lot in this offensive line and they're hoping it can carry them through. And, you know, Stefanski has been a good at adapting to the limitations and using the tight ends. It's not ideal. It's not what they want to do, but I think they can give them help. And I think you'll see a lot of the quick hitting horizontal stuff. The Ravens play a lot of zone. You know, they'll try to hit some of the quick ones and see if guys can slip tackles. And then, um, you know, it'll be that that extra heavy power run stuff when they can get away with it. And then it'll be a lot of Njoku maybe helps and then slips out and they try to screen him and get him going there. Um, you've seen the last few weeks kind of the breakout, if, if not even a breakout. And I don't think Njoku himself would call it that. You know, you've seen the door open for how they want to use him, dump him the ball have him help as a safety valve and turn it into big plays. So uh, the Ravens have been pretty good against tight ends, but the Ravens have been pretty good against everybody. In eight straight home games, guys, the Ravens have not allowed more than one touchdown. Um, all the defensive metrics that you see across the Twitter sphere and all the charts and all of that, the Ravens are in the top three. So are the Browns, right? But they're there, and they've crushed teams. Um, started, they've, they've averaged 28 a game starting with week four. They've given up. They're giving up five points per game in the first half. Um, their scoring margin at home is ridiculous. They're just trashing people. They're rolling. They're running the ball. Um, Gus Edwards, the big boy, is straight ahead runs, which obviously everybody tries to do to the Browns to contain that pass rush to get them back on their heels. And then it's Lamar on the edge with a bunch of different guys, including a rookie Keaton Mitchell, who they're breaking in. Uh, the rookie receivers, A. Flowers, you know, his numbers have been up and down. He's really a dynamic player. We'll see Odell on Sunday. He didn't play in the first one, and they didn't really need him anyway. So, um, question here from Jared. This is an interesting one. I know it's tough to get info like this from the inside, but it really felt and looked like Watson had the weight of his world listed off his shoulders for a little bit Sunday. Is there any sense of relief or lesser tension around the building? Yeah, when you sign up for this um, – and it goes the way that it's gone, then sure, you're always worried. Like, is it, can we see it? And the way he threw those first two drives, it was like, what's he doing? So he did let loosen up. He let it loose. And, you know, it was the second big game of the year. It was the second time they had a really bad opponent down and they went for the knockout punch. But I do think that matters. I do think, um, you know, that that can be something they can build on and everybody can breathe. So, look, he's healthy. Um, he's got to go play. And again, it doesn't have to be this week, but this week has to be a part of the process of them measuring where they're going to be, you know, where they are, where they need to be. Um, if this defense drags you to the playoffs, these are the teams you got to play, right? These are the environments, the difficult environments that you have to handle. 
And P.J. Walker went to Seattle, got down 14 nothing, and kept his head in the defense, kept him in the game. So, you know, we'll see if they can do that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is still all about all about Watson, um, future decisions, and and really some already made have been about paying him, keeping him, and we know that the ceiling of the offense, you know, it has to be he has to be really good for this team to get where it truly wants to go, because this is a playoff defense, and the offense stinks, um, has stunk, <laughs> you know. There's been moments, right, and they've been some some good things, but it's not an offense that scares anyone. And it's an offense that needs work. And they lost valuable game and practice reps to all the time that he missed. So full practice week this week, his first one in a long, long while. And really big challenge waiting. Uh, on Sunday, uh, Freddie Stefanski's middle school offense only attacks the boundaries. Uh, I don't know, Doug. Yeah, I mean, they've been stuck with that. With P.J. Walker and they could really only throw it outside deep to Amari Cooper. Um, this is part of the miss with Elijah Moore. Certainly, too. Um, but I don't know. I think they, they have gotten the tight ends involved. Now, when it doesn't go to Njoku, do you know it's only going for three yards? Yes. But you got to take what you can get. And I think as long as Watson's going to be healthy enough to trust himself to take a couple hits and make a couple runs and extend some plays, I think you can get away um, You know, with, with short stuff and with only occasionally um, you know, challenging deep down the middle. So there's circumstances in every game. There's circumstances in every offense, and we'll see. Like I said, I I have not been impressed since August with the vertical passing game. There have been signs. There are valid reasons why it hasn't worked to this point, and we'll see where they can go. Um, question from Zoran: What do you think would be the plan to stop the Ravens' offense? Well, um, obviously, you you got to keep Lamar in the pocket. Right, you got to change your looks. You got to get guys to him. Um, when you do get there, and he goes to bail, he has a bad habit of sticking the ball out. And for the Browns, that's a good habit. I, I would just say, in a general sense, look, when you have this kind of defensive line playing the way that it is, you got a chance in any game that travels, right? And so we've seen him give up big plays. We know that their philosophy is going to be attack first and be willing to give some up, but they want to go for those big plays. So when I envision a scenario where the Browns lead this game 16 to 10 after three quarters on Sunday, it's that the defensive line was super disruptive and made at least a couple plays where the ball went on the ground or the Ravens got in third and forever because they were just back there. So it is miles. It's all those guys. Um, You know, 
even under Joe Woods, this team has had success against Lamar. Now it's only translated to one victory, right? But there was a game it was only two years ago where they went there and they picked him off four times. They lost the game. So um, we'll see. It, Miles is Miles. He's out of this galaxy. He can do things most can't. Um, do I think the rusher who might most affect this game is Jadavian Clowney? Maybe. We'll see. But, you know, this, this Browns defense is good enough. The way that the corners are playing and the way that the defensive line is getting the rush, they can be a problem against anybody. That's why I talk about, like, pointing all the way forward. But this is a playoff-type game. And just given the shape of things, that they need their defense to make a bunch of big plays. Um, how much will De- not having Dewan hurt in the run game? Yeah, I mean, anytime you're, you're plugging guys in and changing what, and, and obviously Dewan was always supposed to be redshirted, and he had got to make six, seven starts in a row. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that, that that's going to be that's going to hurt you. So if you get in the situations, you trust Kareem Hunt even against this team can can give you those short yards. Um, I'm really interested to see the further evolution of Jerome Ford. You remember back when they beat Tennessee, when it was still new. Um, he catches that long touchdown pass. He's lined up a re- as a receiver. He has that in his background. Now, that doesn't mean you're going to do it all the time or you're going to be successful with it. But I think part of losing the quarterback and doing what you've done on offense is you miss the chance to get to the next steps with lining him up in different spots and using like jet motion and other stuff to open up um, this run game and some of the short passing games. So. You know, we might see the Stefanski flea flicker that turns into a triple screen, right? We've seen that before. Like, <laughs> they might have to do that. You might see the old double reverse and throw it back or, you know, try to use different ways to get in the run game. I mean, that's Jerome Ford's not Nick Chubb. No one is, right? So if you need to line him up in a different spot or get him the ball in a certain way to get him his yards in some situations, then, then that's what you have to do. Um, you know, is it time to get new faces like Tillman? I mean, guys, I I just haven't seen anything from Cedric Tillman that tells me he's going to help this offense so, right now. So I don't write anybody off as a rookie. Um, he's a big target. That's what I've seen. I have not seen special ball skills. I have not seen special explosion. I have not seen an 11-on-11 setting much of anything from Cedric Tillman. So I think more of the focus is different ways to get Cooper and Njoku involved different ways to mix up the other things. If Cedric Tillman catches a couple passes, that's great. But like if Cedric Tillman's line is anything other than two for 14, I'll be surprised. Um, I just, I just will. So we'll see. Um, Is Jones out for an extended time? He said today he doesn't know on next week. It's the knee and the shoulder. He had some swelling. You know, he finished the game after leaving briefly for the second week in a row. Um, they just couldn't get him ready for this week. So I are they thinking next week? Yes, he said today he doesn't know. Greg Newsom said he feels like he he's good. He wants to play. They're going to need the next couple of days to make sure that that he's good enough there. So um, as I touched on the top for some of you guys just getting here, I, I don't think that in a short term situation that you move Dewan to the left, that you move Joel to the left. I don't know. Uh, obviously, if you have a true emergency and you don't think that Christian or Leatherwood can can handle it even 20% than maybe, but no, Dewan has played right tackle almost exclusively since he got here. Um, James Hudson's most extensive experience is on the right side. I think you stick with, with 
what you know there. Um, That question was asked because DeWan played left at Ohio State. That question was asked throughout the summer. The answer was pretty consistent. We get him ready to right tackle. So who's the left tackle of this team two years from now? Um, I don't know. And I guess right now we don't know who it is five weeks from now. But I don't think that they would bring DeWan out to practice next Thursday and ask him to teach left tackle. He didn't practice at all this week. So um, we'll see how that goes. Now, having Joel, who's just the pro's pro, he can do anything in a pinch. Right. But like I said, to me, it's going to be Christian and some help. And there might be an occasional mix up or they might, you know, bring in Leatherwood or Watson at certain spots and move Hudson around the way they have when he does play is the extra tackle. How much are you going to do that and get away with it? I, I don't know. So, um, yeah, I don't expect the Browns to win. I think we've gone over what it would look like if they do win. And, um, you know, next week's the one they, that they got to have. So um, question from Clinton, is he not finding guys or are they not getting open? I think it's all of the above. I think it's a product of this, the disjointed quarterback in and out pass game. Um, I think they really overtried to force Elijah Moore early in the season and that didn't work. Um, now he did make big play late in the indie game to get him going. But I mean, the state of the pass game as a whole was so bad that they traded a starting receiver at the deadline. <laughs> right he couldn't get the ball so um cooper's just been out of this world uh obviously in an ideal world would you have more guys involved and hit more of those deep ones yeah but if cooper's going to keep going the way he's going and joku can keep doing what he's done over the last few weeks remember he had big plays called back against the colts and the niners um that's all post by week it feels like they figured something out so you can't go get another receiver now um try to get more guys involved try to get them open but really, it's just about the quarterback getting reps and then I think kind of like organically that happening. Um, I'm interested to see the script, you know, and and, and see how it goes. Uh, and, the, and the Ravens do play different defensive fronts than, than they've seen. But I, I think a lot of it is that those guys just aren't as dynamic in getting open or after the catch and that, that Cooper has earned the amount of opportunities that he's gotten. So um, in these games, you throw ideal out the window and you, you try to get the first down. So um, do I see David Bell? No, David Bell has been ruled out. Marquise Goodwin has been ruled out. So um, yeah. All right. So that's it. Enough of me rambling. Um, it's a biggie. It's not to be all end all, uh, but it, it's more than a measuring stick game. It's more than just the second game back with your quarterback. It's all of these things. Because Baltimore's playing not to w- just to win the division, but to win the number one seed. They're playing as well as anybody. Um, they made a coordinator change, and they've kept continuity in other places, and they're rolling. And we know it wasn't a fair fight the first time when these teams met. It was over by the middle of the second quarter. The Browns didn't have their quarterback. The Browns went and got Deshaun Watson to win these games, to, to have a guy that everybody else had. They looked around their division. They looked at Lamar Jackson. They looked at Joe Burrow. You know, they try to get that guy. So um, let's see. You know, I think the reality of Watson's injury uncertainty and what this team has had to do offensively um, is one thing, and we'll see how that evolves. But we know this defense has been good. And um, they are good enough to make the kind of plays to give you a chance to win this game, even if your offense isn't at a certain percentage. We'll see how that plays out on Sunday. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.